0: Romumu.org For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. So, today I want to open up a difficult question, which I think is related to the next aliyah. And before we dive into the reading... I want to suggest, well, actually, I want to tell you one of the reasons I love Torah study so much. I love Torah study because it often gives me unexpected answers or unexpected insights. So what I want us to do today is really pay close attention to the text because we have so much wisdom about the question I want to look at, which is addiction. There's so much wisdom out there in our time. And I want to see if there's something new that we can kind of glean from the text. So what I want to invite you to do is pay close attention to the text again, and base your remarks on what on what we're reading together. Okay, So I want us to read it together and open up that question with, with each other. And I, I want to sort of put myself out there a little bit on this question of addiction and say that, I know that these are not the um, most toxic addictions, but I really struggle with my phone, with email, and it's really, really difficult for me to focus because I always want to look at my email. It's really, and it it feels like an addiction. I think those, um, what is it, the little dopamines going off every time I look at an email, I forget what, 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 you know, sort of modern science says about that. Um, And, you know, we all have various addictions. I'm also addicted to coffee, but I sort of gave up on that because every time I read something about it, it says that it's healthier and healthier. (laughs) But I do know know that my addiction to email, or whatever it is, um, has long-term consequences. It means that I'm not focusing on what I'm doing every day and sort of developing things more deeply. And that concerns me, right? In the moment, it's like, oh, big deal. So we're going from this to that. But really it, it adds up. So that's so that's the frame I want to put around this. And now we're gonna dive deep. Someone tell me what page we were. 147.
1: 147.
0: So let's read this together. Um, <clears throat> so we're starting, I believe, on in verse 27. Is that correct? That we will ask Alia us. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, excellent. Can I have a really loud reader in the English? And I will supplement in the Hebrew as well. We're we're on 147 in verse 27. It's uh, Genesis chapter 25. Yeah. <clears throat> Rena? <Okay>. Great. <laughs> Do you mind standing up, Rena? Not at all. Thank no. you. 27, uh, close to the bottom of the
2: Biblical column up, on page 147.
0: When yeah. the
2: boys grew up? Yep. When the boys grew up, the description of Esau as a hunter, can you all hear me? Yes. Okay. The description of Esau okay, as a where hunter. where were you? When the boys
0: already. grew up, Esau became a skillful oh, yeah. hunter. The text on
2: the top. text, text on, on the top. top, on the top. top. Oh, whoops. When the boys grew up, I'm here now, Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the outdoors, but Jacob was a mild man who stayed in camp.
0: Okay, nice. so stop there for a second. So the word for mild is tam, which can mean innocent. It can mean pure. Mm-hmm. Right, any other meanings Simple. Should we add to this? Simple. 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 Yeah. Simple. It's like the Tom is one of the four children at our Passover Seder. Mm-hmm. Right. Simple, innocent, pure. Naive. Naive. Nice. nice. Okay, good. Go on.
2: Isaac favored Esau because he had a taste for game, but
0: Rebecca favored Jacob. So why did why did, what's what's Isaac's preference for Esau about? Food. Food. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that that meat. That craving for meat that Esau was able to supply. <laughs> for him, Right. So it's really um, this deep craving that he was able to gratify. Jump, Rabbi Jump.
3: But it might even go deeper than that. Yeah. Because Yek has had the experience of being
2: helpless while someone is violating him. And Aesop is strong,
0: right? I'm a hunter. So there may be also another reason why it's not. Ah, interesting. So perhaps perhaps Isaac feels safe with his son Aesop, mm-hmm. That kind of protection and providing when he's understandably um, permanently insecure. Permanently afraid. Who can take care of him? It's not the mild man sitting in the tent. Mm. All right. Okay.
2: All right. It's interesting that we don't know why Rebecca favored Jacob.
0: Yeah, interesting. So what does it say about?
2: Okay, but can I add something? Yeah. If, if there's definitely a masculine and feminine um, stereotype there, of Esau being the more masculine, you know, the physical and the yes. protector, and Jacob yeah. being the. Um, what is stereotypically feminine, introspective, peaceful, or
0: even naive. Or so the, or so the text says. Right. right. So the text says. So yeah, there's some kind of bifurcation and polarity, but what's interesting about Rebecca's love is there's no reason for that. And I think it's in um, uh, perkea vote in uh, a section of the Mishnah, sort of a selection, um string of, of wisdom statements, which says that, Love that de- that doesn't depend on a thing, mm-hmm. is a much higher kind of love,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: Do I love you for your wealth? Do I love you even for your sense of humor? Or do, do I just love you? Mm-hmm. Right? Two different kinds of love. Okay, so um, three more comments, Lauren. And I, I let's go. Let's be brief so we can go forward. <laughs> okay. And we're well, go. We have Lauren. been
2: told that the older shall
0: serve the younger. So Rebecca, mm-hmm. Rebecca, heads up on that. So mm-hmm.
2: Now maybe, who knows how she's interpreted that, but mm-hmm. she has gotten rid
0: of that, and also, look, I mean, he's a mama's boy, he's in camp with her, she's, he, she, he has provided, Yakov has provided companionship for his mom. Great, okay, so he's kind of identified with her, and she's identified with him. Yeah. Jacob. Also, the, wow, the, Jacob, the wow.
3: between Jacob, Yaakov as the domestic, and Esau as the wild. Yeah. And how it's in that exchange where the wild <laughs> has to come back to the domestic
1: for sustenance.
3: We say it again, the wild what? It has to come back home to the domestic uh, space
1: for sustenance, and that's when Jacob realizes he has the other hand. Okay, but we're not there. there yet, so hold on. You're, you're, you're kind of commenting
0: on the next piece of the yes. story. Okay, Nechemiah.
4: Thank you. I'm you're on the that she heard from God. The Rabbiya Sayil, So she, from a connection with spirit, when the children are in her womb, when she is so much connected to them and to God, she already knows that the younger one
0: is we'll the one surpass- she wants to God.
4: And she also feels, when she had the children, that this is a child that is close to God. Since she loved God more, of course she loved the one who is close to God
0: okay good okay so I, I want to go on I said three comments so I'm gonna just pull this together with a literary concept of the raw and the cooked so um, Aesop is kind of the raw man of the fields and Jacob is the more sophisticated potentially cooked person right not not as not as identified with the id. okay let's go on who was reading
2: uh, okay Rena Um once, when Jacob cook, was cooking a stew, Esau came in from the open, famished. And Esau said to Jacob, give me some of that red stuff to gulp down, for I am famished. Which is why he was named Edan. Ah,
0: wait a second. There's an interesting translation here. So in verse 29, it says that he's tired, not that he's famished. So the word in Hebrew is ayin. <clears throat> So for some reason, the translator is making things more intense there, right? Maybe to help us understand or have more sympathy for Esau, I don't know. Um, okay, so I'm sorry, read 30 again.
2: Read 30 again. Okay, and Esau said to Jacob, give me some of that red stuff to gulp down, for I am famished. Again,
0: I am tired.
2: I am tired, not that famished.
1: also says I gulp twice. Yes,
0: ha-adom Ha'adomaz. Give me some of that red stuff, that red stuff. No, it's
1: like emphasizing. Like,
0: uh, Absolutely, it's emphasizing. And, and perhaps it's, um, it's the emphasis of desperation. Give me some of that red stuff, that red stuff. And another interesting thing here is that Asaph in the Torah comes to be associated or thought of as Adom. That's his nation. right? That's So it's give me some of that red stuff interesting echo of another name for him right what's going on there i don't know exactly go on
2: jacob said first sell me your birthright and esau said i am at the point of death so what use is my birthright to me jacob... okay
0: let's stop there so that's a really big concept so so jacob the wily innocent
4: <laughs> brother
0: Uses his brother's desperation, right, for something he wants, for something he wants. So Jacob is the strategic brother, right? He's he's named actually for the word heel, which means sneaky, right? Um, so comments like what's what what else is going on here between the two of them? So ones. Tired and perhaps feels like he's gonna die. <laughs> or or, is he, gonna, or is he or is he gonna die? He's <clears throat>
2: impetuous. He's childlike. He's
0: impetuous. He's, he's like children. I, he, <laughs> I need it now, right? There's no long term gratification, right? There's no sense of long term gratification. I need it now. Which to me feels like the heart of addiction. I want it now. I can't wait five minutes to look at my email because I know that President Obama is writing me right now. And I because he's inviting me to the White House and I want to go. And if I miss it, I mean what's gonna happen? That never happened. I waited four years.
2: It was eight years
3: eight years. Who's the same thing you said? That the addiction is the compulsion can't stop. There's no moment to stop and breathe. You know, and
2: then you talked before about Conditional and unconditional love.
0: So if I can't get love, I go for the addiction.
2: Mm.
0: Because it's only if I can stop and connect with the transpersonal mm-hmm. that I might stop the addiction. So there's an inherent in it, there's a despair of perhaps what what one really wants, which is something higher, which might be love. I can't get that, so I need this. Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: Ruben advocate for ASA here for the moment, for so ASAP. Yeah, uh, stand, stand up, if you can. Yeah, stand
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need, ASAP needs advocates. we we got to advocate right. for him, absolutely. So here's what I'm yeah.
4: about ASAP. He's living on the edge. He's a man. I think like, he's at rock climbers. Or, you know, high extreme, um, good folks, extreme sports. He's not in to field, he's ugly. <laughs> so his experience is so in the moment. You know, he's so in the raw, like, my life is now, and I don't know if this going And big emotions, right? Sure. Big emotions that are hard so, to... I'm not, I'm not uh, sure, but, but I okay. think about the emotions. I'm just thinking about the fact that he's a hunter. Uh-huh. And he's completely, he's, he's, he's continually in this uh, at-risk, you know, wild beasts or whatever yeah. like, so, he's out. So he's an adventurous, right? So there's something very deeply
0: existentially spiritual about that. That's really interesting. I love that. So for Aesop, life—he's—he's he's really connected to the elements, to the to the earth. He's a hundred. Life is now. Life is on the edge. Did I get it now? He's got a hundred percent.
4: So, so when, so
0: that's the other <laughs> addiction. I like affirmation.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: From outside. <laughs> I
4: shoes, but the makes a lot of sense. What do I need? You know, what do I need all the, uh, the pomp ceremony of, uh, you know, my, uh, birthright and all that? It's like, huh, you know, you forget that. Yeah. I got it, I got it made. I'm doing uh-huh. an exciting high adrenaline
1: okay. in the moment. Okay, in all,
0: right. Life. okay.
1: all right. Yes. Uh, another advocacy for Aesop. Yeah, stand up. The, yeah, everyone can hear you. The Midrash I heard yes. a long time ago was the that... The
0: Midrash g- generally hates Aesop.
1: ...that Abraham yeah. passed away. Yeah. And what Yaakov yes. was doing was they were mourning. So they had lentils, which are round, and they were mourning the death of Abraham. Yes. And Aesop was really supposed to be... There was supposed to be four of those, four fathers and four mothers, and Esau was supposed to marry Leah in the grand scheme. But Abraham passes away, and Esau is so blown away by the death of Abraham, because he looked at Abraham like an angel, that he would live forever, that he threw his birthright away. This is worthless to me. If Abraham could leave this world, I don't want any part of Julius. Wow,
0: wow. <coughs> wow! and actually Aviva Zornberg in her book on Genesis, which I think it's called Reflections of Desire, Genesis of Desire, Genesis of Desire mm-hmm. thank you, talks about that sometimes, she quotes this, mid, cites this midrash, and talks about sometimes we focus on the moment, <coughs> and we throw away like the eternal stuff, because that's born of grief, right, mm-hmm. so the grief, like what do I need all this? Right? My father, sorry, my grandfather is dead. He, he was everything to me. Who cares about my birthright? Right? It's not going to mean anything without my grandfather. So I love that. So I want to hear everybody else, but I'm having a bit of a time problem. With Go on? Yeah. Okay, okay. Great. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to, um, if you've spoken already, I'm going to urge you to just put your hands down now so I can see if people. Who haven't spoken would like to speak?
4: Yeah. Um, I'm struck by the connection between Adam and Adam. Yes,
0: nice. And the, the, so just
4: translate your terms. So Adam is we're, we're told that the, this redness yeah. is associated with a tribe called Edom. Um So he's red. The, the 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 food is red. The tribe is named red, but the name Adam, which is the same
1: word root is associated with the first human with all humanity. Yeah.
0: yeah so perhaps in some sense he's the reincarnation of the primordial human being. Or or the human experience. Or the human experience. Beautiful. I love that. That's really beautiful. And it also brings me to the notion that Asa and Yaakov are really two halves of each of us mm-hmm. right that of the human experience. We fight with the impulsive with the id and we want to reach for something higher and the chocolate beckons or the or something worse and something more destructive. We're living in an age of, of an opioid crisis, right? So you know what is it that beckons when we're reaching for something higher? Okay. All right so and I want to I read a couple more verses. So I'm gonna take your comments. Two more, uh, three more people I have their hands up. but Please be brief, get yeah. Okay,
2: so I'm thinking of Eckhart Tolle.
0: And
2: the, I'm thinking of Eckhart Tolle and the power of now. And also. So I think, Eckhart Tolle,
0: tell everybody who, it, who, who that is.
2: He's a self-help person who says it's so important to be present to what's happening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. be in the future. And not in the past, but we uh-huh. he here uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. And I'm also thinking about nature and how we sort of discarded it and it's almost part of our religion, a Jewish group to discard it, and that we really ought to be paying attention to it and and look at what's happening with the climate. Mm-hmm. So I'm really finding um who saw.
0: Ah, you're with You're with Good. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, Lauren.
2: Okay, Rabbi Jill
0: and Yonatan, and we go we read a couple more verses and kind of bring it together. Okay. I want
2: to go back to the notion of addiction because I'm not sure that's what's going on
0: here. I see it through a
2: physiological lens.
0: Esau has been outside hunting in the fields, and what he's experiencing is a blood sugar crash. (laughs) He's (laughs) hungry. He's hungry. Look, I mean, this
2: is a man who hunts. He wants his meat. He's a This is from someone
0: who's just become a nutritionist. That makes sense. No, I mean, he, as a nutritionist, he's
2: saying, "I want that red meat now." He's going for the lentils. Oh, all. Right. Wow. Nice. You know, okay. Look, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I to normalize it, but is—that that is, that is a. I, I actually, love it. So we're playing
0: all kinds of lens, and we've got to watch out for our sugar crashes, especially when something like a birthright is at stake. <laughs> 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 um, by
1: Jill. Two very quick
3: things. First, that that um Esau is um we can read. Uh, he it, let the I'm going to die. Not as right now, but I've, not, I've just realized that I'm mortal. And if I'm mortal, what good is this metaphysical stuff? Right? That's one way to read it. The other thing I want to say is that we're thinking of Yaakov as the wise one here. Right? He was strategic. Right? He got the birthright. He lost everything. He lost his parents. He never saw his mother again. Like, when, when he The choice that he makes does get him the birthright, but he loses a lot of what's valuable done
0: and there's this measure for measure, because he, sh- he suffers mightily when he wants to marry the younger child with the older child is given to him. Right? So it's it's Midah for, Midah, measure for measure, for the rest of his life. He, str- he, he is um, suffering because of this dynamic that's going to unfold with his father and mother. But I want to pick up on your first point for a second. So it's such a profound question, to go back to the human experience, you know, we're we're like a passing. You know, the the um, the liturgy in um, <coughs> God. Why am I not? I okay? What okay. the, the liturgy when we um, say okay. uh, Yisker? Thank you. Is Yisker is um, cite something I think from Lamentations that we're like a passing dream. We're like a fleeting dream. <laughs> It's in Nathana Toga. Okay, thank you. We're like a fleeting dream. So what is important in the face of that? Like we're going to die, right? Everything keeps moving. Nothing lasts. The love of your life, you may have them for a year, you may not have them for 20 years. We don't know, right? Nothing, nothing is permanent. So what, what can we raise up in the face of that? And I understand really deeply wanting to go to the pleasure of the moment as opposed to dealing with how fleeting everything is. How temporal everything is. Okay. Jonathan. Oh, there's a, there's a, She's oh yeah, I'm sorry, you <laughs> haven't said something. Right. So, no, Do you mind standing up? Sure. Thank you. This way everybody can hear better. <laughs> um, so I
3: want to push back a little on all of the sympathy. <laughs> 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 Because this is really striking a chord for me with like the history of anti-Semitism more generally, that like um, if you look at like the Weimar Republic, how like part of the reason, say, for the Holocaust, or not like the reason, but you know, people were upset if Jewish people were doing well because they were in more cerebral fields during yeah. like the Weimar Republic, or like if you think about nineteenth-century populism in the U.S., there was like a lot of rural anti-Semitism about like the evil thinkers of New York yes. when there was uh, yeah. like famine yeah. or not yeah. famine but like financial difficulty and so I just want to think about how easy it is to just <coughs> be empathetic for anti-intellectualism and the way that that translates into anti-Judaism and yeah so that's why I'm for and that's
0: really yeah. interesting because <laughs> in the state of Israel in response to the horrors of the Holocaust There was this rejection of the weak, intellectual man and a resurrection of the Adam, right? Of the sort of the the man of the body. That's really, you know, almost as a um, kind of reaction formation and a a defense. We don't want to be that person anymore, it's weak. And and people also felt like Yiddish was weak and all kinds of things associated with that past was weak. So it's so important to claim Yaakov's culture. Yeah, love that. Thank
1: you. I wanted to get back to the human experience. In Genesis uh, 3, line 15, it talks about this heel, the akeb of Yaakov, regarding the sperm, regarding the connection between a man and a female. And it says... Meaning that already you shall strike at their um, they shall strike at your head and you shall strike at their heels. So this
0: is the punishment of the snake, of the snake. in
1: in uh, Genesis two, right? Three, three. Genesis three, uh, line fifteen, and I think the human experience of uh, having. You know, sons or having children. Also, the sense of sin there regarding Yaakov and Esav is something that sort of connects to the general human experience mm-hmm. of how siblings have some sort of, uh, of, of challenge or anguish or or mm-hmm. um, or uh, how they're they're fighting to be at each other's head mm-hmm. versus heel. So mm-hmm. each other like to, to seem as if like they're they're mm-hmm. they're. Um, leading versus their uh, they behind right and this, and this there's so
0: that... much here about how we identify ourselves against somebody else yeah. right in reaction to somebody else yeah. right you take you take the ego I'll take the id. you take the superego I'll be the failure whatever it is right in all families unfortunately I do have to kind of wrap things up so I'm gonna read the last couple of verses and call people out even though I'd love to continue this conversation um, Thirty-three, but Jacob said, swear to me first. So, yeah, he's a serious businessman, this (laughs) one. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Jacob then gave Esau bread and lentil stew. He ate and drank, and he rose and went away. Thus did Esau spurn the birthright. So whatever side you're on, whether you're on Esau's side or Jacob's side, Esau sold away his future perhaps for very powerful reasons, and perhaps for reasons beyond his control. So I want to call up people for this aliyah who want to find the balance in that power of now and living in such a way now that actually gives you a future. right? That kind of, you've got the twin gifts, and I think part of the answer might be in some kind of moderation, right? Like enjoying life fully and deeply and blessing it and knowing that if you have 100 brownies at 11 o'clock at night, you're not gonna have much of a day the next day, <laughs> right? So how can we live, and maybe the word is sustainably. So for those who struggle with living sustainably and want the give again, the twin gifts of the moment, And the birthright and the promise of the future, I invite you up for this aliyah.